man, I love that uh, intro song that we got going there. That's my, my by my buddy Matthew Montoya. Reach out to him. He can make some beats for you if you ever need some tunes. But let's get right into it. NFL weekend, wild card weekend. We said last weekend, or before we did this show, that it was our favorite weekend of the year. And that stood true again. It was incredible. Watch some awesome play from the Bills-Colts game to the football team uh, hanging in there against Tampa Bay, almost fighting back. And the... Uh, the, the Nickelodeon game was just absolutely electric. If you if you miss that, you got to go back and watch some highlights of that thing, especially when they score the first touchdown. Uh, you are gonna love that. We'll get we'll get into that a little bit, and then the Sunday night football game. Uh, we said it is actually currently going on while we're playing this right now, so we'll uh, we'll get live updates on that. But it looks like the Cleveland Browns are whooping that ass. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive into it. We'll probably be going into the fourth quarter by the time we're, we're getting to that game. So we're going to start off with our favorite segment first, bullish and bearish. You want to go first or me? I'll take it. All right, you go. So, uh, yeah, wild, wild card weekend did not disappoint, definitely. Uh, and coming out of it, I'm going to go big shocker here. I am bullish on the TB12 method. Not only did Tom almost throw for 400 yards uh, and lead his team to victory. But did T. Willie, did you get a chance to see that, uh, that side-by-side they did of Tom Brady and George Blanda? So Tom Brady became the oldest uh, player to throw a pass in NFL history. And they showed it for any of you guys, if you saw this, they showed a side-by-side of Tom Brady at age 43 and George Blanda. And let me just tell you the TB 12 method, there might be something to it. Cause Tom looks like he's about, 31 years old and George Blanda honestly looks like he's 57 years old. And I think, the, uh, I think that's the, before the Botox area was George Blanda. So I, I don't know if it's TB 12 or Botox, hey, but I'll Botox, let you keep going TB12, here. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what it is, but it's uh, I'm going to, I'm going to keep rooting for it. I, I like it. So, and yeah, uh, so I got to wear that TB12 shirt, Tom's right? You got to go TB12 shirt, man. What do I have to it's order one? Or you got to send me one of yours, and I have to like wear an, a terribly fitting one. I mean, honestly, it's a. I have two that are larges, and they are very tight. Oh, no. So I think you should have to wear one of mine. That would that, oh, that would no. probably be what the people want. All right, yeah, we'll we'll record next. <laughs> we'll record next episode, and I'll be wearing the TB12. And just I so like you it. guys like know, it. you probably haven't seen us, but I am not a large. I am, I'm at least a size and a half bigger than a large. I like to say <laughs> size and a half because I wear XLs, but they're they're a little snug on me already. So, uh oh, that could be dangerous. That that'll probably be our number one viewed episode just for me wearing that. All right, my bullish. I've got Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball, youngest player ever to record a triple double. I. uh I was watching him in preseason and it was like, okay, yeah, it's, it's cool what he's doing in preseason, but this dude is for real. He can pass, he can rebound. And I think he's going to improve his shot for sure. And he can still get to the rack and he's just an incredible athlete. So I really like LaMelo ball. I think they can actually, they've, they found a guy that they can build around and he's, he's going to be a star. I mean, 
Lavar had to be right. You know, he had one of three chance to to have a son that was going to be a star in the league, and he nailed it with Lamelo. So, yeah, uh, he looks good. Yes, he does. And I'm going bearish next. For me, I'm trying to get back into back into shape after packing on the COVID nineteen and then the the holiday like extra eleven. So I'm up a little bit of weight, and I'm back on the stairmaster. And I hate hate the stairmaster, but I know it's proven results from the from that thing. And me and me and my uh, familiar foe are gonna uh, gonna be duking it out pretty much every day for the next couple months. So. Not looking forward to that. Very bearish on it, but you got to do what you got to do, right? The the stairmaster is a uh, that's got to be my lead by far my least favorite piece of a uh, piece of cardio equipment. That thing that thing sucks for sure. Sucks. But I think but, we'll always be bearish. so. On, on a side note, T Willie, I th- I think so. So. Like you, I was uh, indulging a little bit over the uh, over the holiday season. So I actually, uh, to start the new year, I went and did my. Uh, have you ever done the in body machine? It gives you like like body fat, but then also breaks down like how many pounds of muscle you have, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I went and did my updated one. So let's go. Good news, bad news. Good news. Um, I kept all my muscle mass. None of that was changed. It was, uh, you know, exactly the same as it was. I think my last one was in July, so it's been a little bit. Bad news: I gained ten pounds of pure fat. <laughs> Literally, just I'm. I was I was one ninety five before. I was two hundred five now, and I just it was all my my water level was the same. My muscle mass was the same. I'm just carrying an additional ten pounds of fat. So, yep that that's how we're starting off the new year. So that's good. <laughs> That that thing's not made by Dominion, right? There's no uh, recount on that thing. There's no uh, false. I mean, that's tough to believe, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that the mayor would would support that. Um, luckily, though, some of my coworkers pointed out to me that I'm kind of like a female. Uh, it just goes straight to my hips. So there you go. I'm I'm looking pretty good, still waist up, but the uh, the pants are a little snug. So we'll we'll be working on that. But so for my bearish, I'm gonna go Tony Dungy giving authentic feedback. So I know Tony Dungy is pretty much universally loved, but I didn't, he, he said every single thing about every single player and every single moment was just fantastic the whole time on the broadcast. I feel like you gotta, hey, he was having you gotta, fun. You gotta mix in, you gotta mix in some criticism, Tony. Otherwise we don't believe you anymore. You know, it's like the boy who cried wolf. He's like, you know, this referee just, He's got that striped shirt on and it wow, it's it's a wonderful shirt. It, it looks good. And both these coaches are are coaching and, and it, they're really good. I like them a lot. So Yeah. And when yeah. you mentioned referee, he he could have he had an easy target there cuz those guys stunk this weekend. They missed like three <laughs> or four replays that were right in front of their faces that they they decided to like either overturn that were in like, it was just the incorrect call on almost every single one. And you're like, I can see this the first time it runs past my screen. How can you like go back? You look in the little booth, you're staring right at it. And then you're probably having someone tell you what's going on as well. And then you still mess it up. Like you think they just get nervous and just say the wrong thing. And they're like, Oh shit, I can't go back now. And like, I guess just keep it moving here. Cause like, there's no way. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't know which I one know, infuriated that's, that's me more. For sure. 
I don't know which one infuriated me more, but I think it had to be since I took Washington um, was the punt that touched the dudes uh, on the punt that bounced up in the air, like around the 10 yard line. And it touched his little fanny pack and they didn't call it. They just was like, oh, touchback. And you're like, that's that that's not what we we're even looking for here. It was either down or a fumble. You know, like what touchback that, that, that wasn't even an option. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that was that was pretty weird for sure. I was I wasn't really sure what was going on there. Yeah, it was the, terrible. The the the, uh, the quality of refereeing has been uh, it just hasn't been too great. I mean, honestly, over the past few years, I feel like in the NFL, um, especially with how good the technology has gotten. Yeah, it's it, it is frustrating. There's nothing worse than than kicking it to replay and feeling like you still get the still didn't get the right call after that, especially too. Um, it makes it, this is happening with the NBA a little bit, but man, when they start reviewing all these plays, God, it just, these games sometimes take forever. Yes. Slows down like crazy. So yeah, no, absolutely. So I, I think these uh, overall, I think the games did not disappoint. Um, we, we had a lot of really good games. Uh, do you want to kick it off bills and Colts here? Yeah, let's go bills Colts. Josh Allen is a man. He is as advertised. We've been saying that for about four straight weeks now, but the the thing that the first thing that came to my mind when he was on their on their like second drive when they went down and scored, it just seems like the game has slowed down. Like in his head, yep. he can he can see the play unfolding and he knows whether he needs to run, whether to use his body, whether to like escape. It seems like he just has the right he, he's already he beforehand he was reacting to whatever the defense was doing and he was trying to use his physical abilities to 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 re, like react and and go according to what the defense is doing and now he can kind of dictate what the defense does and that that's what you see out of all the best quarterbacks uh and he is super super athletic when he ran into Darius Leonard when they like collapse like clash with each other I was just like oh man like you could tell that was a that was more of a hit on Leonard than it was for Allen, and he was like not even phased by it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Josh Allen is Josh Allen is in that top tier, I think, of uh, of elite NFL quarterbacks, and he's got he's got the big arm that we know about. Obviously, he's a huge dude, really physical presence. He can run pretty well, and he's he's pretty uh, he's honestly, he's got good vision as a runner too. He's pretty elusive. And and I think he, he does a good job of looking for holes and then also understanding when he can just use his physicality. So you take those physical gifts and, and couple it with, like you said, some serious improvement in, in his ability to read the field and, and pass accurately. And man, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo bills, man. I am, yeah, baby. I'll tell you what, I, I am a huge bandwagon fan for sure self-admitted that's okay yeah. and i am i am all aboard the bills bandwagon definitely i'm in i'm all uh, into bills mafia let's one, go rise up the only the only disappointing part for the bills i would say is i felt like uh bills mafia twitter with jumping through tables was not wasn't as good as i had hoped yeah it wasn't as good I, as I, I hoped i'd seen i'd seen a couple yeah looking back i didn't see very many either now that i think about it i mean they're this is your weekend. They just won their first playoff game in like 25 years. Like Josh Allen wasn't even born yet. And yeah, I don't know if, 
I don't know if that's like a COVID thing. Like there's a shortage of card tables in the greater Buffalo area. No way. Um, they were, they duct tape those. But if right there is, together. maybe we can use our, we, yeah. Or, or if, listen, if there, if there's a listener to the rally caps on that maybe works in a, or you have some, some, some connections with a mass supply of card tables, let's, let's get those sent to the good people of Buffalo. Yeah. It's like a hurricane and, down in Louisiana or Florida, you got to send those tables straight to I, these guys. That's something that we we all need to see and Super Bowl for sure. Um, about that Colts, do you think they got screwed a couple times by the refs as well? That that was one of the replays that definitely seemed like they got wrong on that fumble call. I uh, the Colts the Colts played really really well and they have a dangerous backfield, but they, they're going to need to probably go quarterback searching here in this offseason. I don't know how much time Rivers has left on him, but they they played really well and they're young enough on the every other part of the every other aspect other than quarterback. So who who should they well, go after I think this offseason? I think if you're the Colts, you got to run it back with with Phil Rivers again, right? I mean Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know if he wants to come back, but I'd imagine I mean, I'd imagine they want him back, and I imagine he'll. I I, I bet we'll see Phil Rivers there again. I, I think that makes sense. Just they they had success. They seem a. I think uh, I think I actually saw a quote from a from Reich saying that he wanted Rivers to be the quarterback next year. So, we'll we'll see. I mean, for the Colts, is good season. Uh, they played pretty well. I think this game went pretty close to. We had said we could see it being really close, and then maybe Buffalo moving away at the end. Uh, obviously, Indy was able to keep it close the whole time throughout, but. Uh, it was a good season for the Colts. I don't. I don't think. To me, this would have been a massive under, undertaking for them to to get the win here. So it's a good season. We'll we'll see what they do at quarterback. But I'd look for them to be, bring back Phil Rivers. I, I bet that's what happens. Yeah, give it one more run. All right, let's go Rams Seahawks. Uh, first of all, thoughts and prayers out for Wolford. The the hit itself didn't look that bad from the original the initial angle, and then when they showed it from behind, like you can you can definitely see that yeah. he. Yeah, I mean you gotta. Uh, you got to pray that he he's, his neck wasn't uh, damaged extremely bad. That it wasn't career ending. We, just, I, because I really liked him. I thought he was an exciting guy to watch, and um, he was going to be one of those dudes who's probably going to be fighting for a spot next year on on some team. If if he can come back healthy, he might uh, he might have himself a a little quarterback uh, competition with somebody. Yeah, he looked he looked good. He definitely brought a different. L, uh, you could see McVeigh was, and they were they were talking about this a lot on the broadcast. But him having some mobility and be able being able to move in the pocket and get get outside the pocket it brought a different element to the uh, to the Rams. I, I I had texted you when this happened. I mean, how how weird is it to have to have Wolford go down with an injury and Jared Goff, like hundred million dollar man, comes in and you're just like, man, like oh, oh. this is not good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, who who would have thought, right? Like, yeah, I mean. what? Wolford was playing in the what? Was he the XFL or was he the A AAF? Uh, yeah, I mean it's just uh, it's just crazy. So I don't know. I mean, I felt I felt like the Rams did they did what we talked about, right? They got that defensive touchdown. I mean, the Rams defense is no joke. Yeah, five they're, touchdowns they're on the year. Yeah, I mean they're they're the Rams. Listen, if the Rams had Trent Dilfer as their quarterback. I think both you and me would be all over them as as Super Bowl favorites because their team is that good. I mean, they have 
they have all the pieces except for except for a quarterback. So I don't. What yeah. what did you think about Goff? Were you what's yeah, what's he, your feelings on Goff going into next game? I guess after watching his performance this past weekend. Uh, well, they're gonna play the Packers. So, I mean. This this is the game that we talked about. I think it was the maybe the second podcast that we ever did. We spoke about that this was probably going to be a likely matchup in the playoffs. And with how physical the Rams' defense is, I actually I still think the Rams are going to have a fighting chance in this game. And they they're going to have to pull whip off some magic again with with their defensive side of things. But they cause some havoc and Jalen Ramsey is going to be able to guard Devontae Adams, and they're going to have a favorable matchup there and be able to shut him down. And they're going to have to rely on Marquez Valdez Scantling or, or Jones to run wild when those guys aren't as con- nearly as consistent as Devonte is. And he hasn't had to go up against, uh, I mean, I shouldn't say that because I haven't really looked back. I'm just kind of off the top of my head. It feels like Devonte just roasts every single DB that guards him, but they haven't played each other this year. Right. Uh, the Rams and the Packers. No, no. It's so, it's- Jalen Ramsey's be, a different different animal. I I think this game, we'll, we'll see what happens. Obviously, but to me, this game has all the all the elements to be an upset for the uh, for the Rams over the Packers. I think if Goff if Goff can avoid any if Goff can play a clean game and and minimize mistakes, I think the Rams have a really good chance to win this game. I think I think that's the that's the path, right? Goff just can't. He's got to be clean. He can't fumble. He can't be throwing interceptions, and they need him to be just good enough. Uh, I also think too. I'm excited to see what McVay is going to cook up. I think he's going to. You're going to see him really try to get creative in terms of what they what they do. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, they can depend on Acres again. This is, uh, and, and you also okay. got to think about the weather as well. It's going to be freezing cold. Everyone kind of already discounts the Cali boy. You know, when he goes to cold weather, and they're like, oh, he's not going to be able to hang and in this kind of weather here he doesn't he doesn't like playing here and hey it's only 60 minutes you can tough through it and if there's a championship on the line i don't think the weather is going to be a huge factor for the rams so i i'm with you let's see what let's see what the line comes out to be that's, but that's what i was going to say yep i'm liking the rams right now just my my initial thoughts is seeing the rams uh come away with an upset what do you think that line's going to open at if you had to guess um, it's, it's gotta be right around like six and a half, seven, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think this is going to be a tough one. Cause I think if the Rams, the path for the Rams is to keep this a close game, low scoring game. But I do think this has the chance to, I think it's either going to go that way and the Rams are going to be right there and can possibly pull it out. Or if they're so We'll we'll see, but I'm I'm excited for that one definitely. Uh, and for for Aaron Rodgers, I mean, this is sneaky. There's all so far. You have to wonder he's getting up there in age too. Like, how much longer will they have the core? Will they have the core around him? I mean, they need to. Uh, this is a, this is a great opportunity. So we'll we'll see what they do with it. For sure. Oh, sorry about that. I accidentally hit the mic, the uh, mute button on my mic there. A little technical difficulties, but we're back. Washington football team versus Tampa Bay. Um, I I had Washington in this one, and I like them. We didn't ever come to the actual bet because I mean I 
didn't realistically think Washington was going to win this game. But halfway through, I figured out I wanted you to wear Dwayne Haskins jersey either to work or like <laughs> in a family photo, and you had to post it on Instagram or something. That would have been that would have been nice. That would but... be really good. <laughs> Haskins. <laughs> that would be really good. Yes. <laughs> but wear it to a strip club. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, that's a good one. Yep. Yeah, we, we frequent those all the time. If you guys know us, you know, we're just two party animals. But uh, I thought Washington hung in there pretty good. Heineke looked really, really good. Um, Real good. Yes. You got to bring that guy back next year, especially with the doubts that you're going to have with Alex Smith. And he's a guy that you can even bring in there to almost start because like, they are a playoff team with him at quarterback. And he is a tough SOB. He got hit hard a lot and he just kept battling and stayed in that game. And I think next year, the Washington has a lot to look forward to and they're going to, they're going to be a team to me that outplays their expectations again next year. And if they can draft a receiver or a, like a top weapon, like if they can get a, a good tight end, like if that Pitts guy falls to him or something like that, they can be dangerous with another weapon. That first, the first throw Heineke made of the game and it hit uh Sims right in the hands that like 35 yarder that yeah. could have really changed the, the, the outcome of it. I know it's just the first play of the game, but Heineke was throwing dimes and yeah. he threw for over 300 yards was running the ball uh, really elusive and, he, you could tell that dude just has heart. Like he was, he was yes. not scared of the moment. He, he didn't even probably like understand, like I'm playing against Tom Brady right now, the greatest of all time. And I'm going toe to toe with this dude. And Tampa did do enough to win the game. And they faced the best defense that they'll probably see throughout the playoffs, unless they run into the Rams. But um, all I've got on this is I will honor the bet and you will see me in a TB 12 large next week. We are, are you, all waiting for that. That's going to be, yeah. that's going to be given what given the people what they want. Yeah, yeah. For, for Taylor Heineke, again, this was another cool, like if you're a sports fan, this was uh, obviously you guys know I was, I was pulling for the bucks, but to see Taylor Heineke who um, like no, no experience getting, getting a start on the biggest stage and you're facing Tom Brady, like arguably the greatest quarterback of all time and to come out and just flat out, let him hang and just ball out. That was that was awesome. And, and to see him like hanging in there with those hits too, that's, that's something too, that I don't think, uh, I don't think we, I don't know how you evaluate this or I think they need, need to do a better job with looking for this in guys that are coming out too of college as well. Cause you could see, you could see they, they cut to chase young on the, on the, uh, on the sidelines a couple times when Heineke was like hanging in there and make, and you could see the whole team feeding off that energy. Right. Yep. Yep. And that's where too, I, I don't think they put enough emphasis for, for the quarterback position. Like once you're good enough and you can make all of those throws, having a guy that, especially in the big moment is going to be someone that teams can, can, um, for all the haters out there, Tom does it again. He's 43 years old. He throws for 400 yards. They're going to the second, the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say I told you, but he pretty much did exactly what he said he was going to do or what, what we thought he would do when he, when he came to Tampa Bay and, and I, T Willie, what do you think? But 
I keep looking at it. I've been saying this for a few weeks now that I really thought that the NFC was open and there was a path there for the Bucks. Yeah. Now that we've seen these guys in playoff, well, I guess Saints, that's their matchup, right? How, how are we feeling next week? Let's quick preview. Bucks, Bucks, Saints. What Did you see enough from the Saints this week to make you make you think that they're going to be able to handle Tampa no problem? No, I did not. And I, th- my my response to your initial question about Brady winning this game before we even got into it was it's very hard to beat a team three times, especially a divisional opponent. And I'm liking Tom, Tom and the boys going into New Orleans and taking care of business. Uh, we'll, we'll get on to the Saints game next, but yeah, I, I think I think Tom looked good. Him and Antonio Brown got the connection going, and Godwin always seems to be open. And Mike Evans is just a stud physically, and he they they're just a matchup nightmare for any team. And if one guy's getting shut down or not having a night, then you he Tom Brady's got multiple options. And Leonard Fournette looked really good. He hasn't run the ball like that since his LSU days. It, it feels like, but I know he had a couple of good years at Jacksonville, but. Uh, he looked really, really good, and that was probably the easiest bet I had of the week. Leonard Fournette, uh, his over/under rushing yards was twenty-one and a half, and wow. that was wow. that felt nice to actually hit one <laughs> like that. And I was like, oh, thank God, because other than that, I got I got pretty much smoked all weekend. But hey, there's another there's another bunch of games next week that we're that I'm gonna catch up on. So that's the right um, mindset right there. Yep. That's, that's yep. You're all. You're just one. You're one win away. You're shoot one or shoot, away. baby. Shoot or shoot, and I'm gonna keep on shooting. No, and I, I. I'm. I'm with you there. I think for the. Uh, we'll. We'll see. We'll get into the Saints, but also, also too. I thought a uh, sneaky breakout candidate in uh, this game, uh, Cameron Brait, the t- the other uh, tight end opposite of Gronkowski. Him and him and uh, Brady looked like they had something, have something special going on. So. Yep. That's, I mean, you just see like all the weapons that he has now and, and to be able to use them. And also too, one thing, and, and then I'll stop with the love affair for Tom, but watching him throw versus breeze, Tom still has the zip on the ball. Like yeah. he was, there was a lot of third downs where he was not only really accurate, but he was, he was, uh, uh he was letting it eat a little bit. So breeze looks obviously like a big win for the bucks. Breeze looks like he's throwing a heavier ball. You know, he like looks, <laughs> yes, he looks he's shot putting a ball uphill is what yeah, it looks Tom, like. Tom Brady's got the vortex and yeah. Drew Brees. Drew Brees has a medicine ball. And <laughs> that's <Yes. laughs> also why does why does Drew Brees when he drops back to pass? Does he just not the way he chops his feet? It's like I, I guess it's like a little like paint Manning ish, but it just he looks like a cartoon character going in fast in like fast forward with his feet and he's just panicked. It's like it's like. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, Nickelodeon knew that they were he was going to be doing that this weekend. So I think that <laughs> they they picked the right game by putting that one on Nickelodeon. Um, before we get into the Saints Bucks, today's show is brought to you by Shipping with Purpose. Now everyone has the ability to run their business from home. With SWP, you can streamline your shipping for all your small business needs. Uh, you can do anything from document services to shredding to shipping to pickups. Whatever you need, if you've got a product for a customer, you can contact SWP, fill in your package dimensions and wait where it's going, the insurance and when you need it thereby, and boom, you've got a label created in minutes and SWP will schedule a pickup to your house. Or if that doesn't even work for you, you can take it to any nearby store that ships whatever you choose, whether it's UPS, 
post office, or FedEx, making running a business painless and easy. Also, if you have any artwork, memorabilia, or something that needs a custom box for, let's say you've got a uh, just a, a pair of shoes that you, you don't want to just be leaving around the house, something real nice. Like, let's say you bought some new J's and you, you want to keep those things pristine. You can get a custom box that, that has custom artwork on it even as well. So you can customize the outside of it so that you know exactly where those puppies are going and those things are going to stay nice and clean and crisp. You can visit shippingwithpurpose.com. Just exactly how it sounds there, shippingwithpurpose.com. Also, another service that they offer is private address that you can use for your businesses, up to 10 businesses and LLCs. Uh, it looks professional. It stops anyone from showing up at your house. So if you, you don't have to register your LLC at your actual residence, you can ensure secure package reception, get all of your packages shipped safely and securely instead of your porch. Uh, I have I am a victim of porch pirates myself. I have been held hostage from them and my packages have been stolen right off my front door. And that's why I switched to SWP shipping with purpose. They're going to do it right for you. And you know, you can trust a small business in this time. And they are, uh, they are ready to help you level up your business. So join the thousands of customers who are now doing so. Don't wait until it's too late to get your packages jacked right off your door. Go to shippingwithpurpose.com. And in the contact us button at the bottom of the page, use your code RALLY25 for 25% off your FedEx, priority mail, or any mailbox services. It's a huge discount there. These guys are just giving it away. Use code RALLY25, shippingwithpurpose.com. All right, let's get back into it. We've got New Orleans Verse, no, let's go. Uh, let's go Baltimore next. Let's we'll stick with chronological. I, I kind of like doing that, so we can, uh, so everyone kind of has it fresh in their head. So, yep. Ooh, these boys do not like each other, right? <laughs> they were, uh, they are angry with each other, and for good reason, though. They 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 play some tough physical games together. We were expecting this to be a little bit more of a shootout, but um, the Ravens did a great job of locking Henry down and focusing strictly on him and making Tannehill beat them. And they just had a great scheme drawn up for exactly what the Titans were going to do. And they, they didn't seem to have an answer for it. So um, what'd you think about this game? Did you, did you catch a lot of it or? Yeah, I saw a good amount. I th- I think the story was definitely a, well, one Lamar getting his first playoff victory. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously there's a lot of pressure around that. And I thought he, I thought he came to play. I mean, just what he brings to the table as a uh, as a rusher that that rushing TD he had in the first half, like just I think we said this on a on a podcast before, but he's one of those few people that makes other pro athletes not look like pro athletes. It's so yep. It's uh, it, it if they if they can keep creating opportunities for him to do that, that looks really good. And then and then the uh, obviously the big the big thing, Derrick Henry, eighteen carries, forty yards. Um, Derrick Henry's longest run of the day, eight yards. So I think to me, it's, it's that simple, right? If I told you before the game, that was going to be a stat line. We probably, everyone would have said the Ravens are going to win. So exactly. What about the house on that? Um, kudos, kudos to the Ravens for shutting them down. Going back to Lamar, you know, when they talk about like the top speeds that like guys are reached and somehow Daniel Jones is still the fastest player in the NFL. There has to be certain runs that Lamar hits like 25 miles an hour. It's like he's just shot out of a cannon when he turns the corner on guys sometimes. I feel like there's no way he's not like 
not breaking that like speed record for uh, the Amazon web services uh, statistics there. He is moving when he gets, when he like, you could tell when he like leans his upper body around the corner and he just like his feet are just catching up with him. And you're like, Oh my gosh, he is just so fast. And one thing I also noticed is that like the, for the last like year or so while, while he was having his MVP run, everyone was kind of saying like, Oh, but he can't pass, you know, he, and it, it almost seemed like the Baltimore Ravens tried to take on that persona of like, Oh, we have to force ourselves to pass the ball. And I, with Lamar Jackson, you don't need to force yourself to pass. Like you can seriously run the ball 60 times a game with him and Dobbins and Edwards. And I think you're going to be okay. You, you can, you obviously there's going to be situations where he needs to throw and he can make the basic throws. You know, that's really not a, not a question, but if they stick with their identity and just continue to pound it, then they are, they are a dangerous team. They're, they're a team that people do not want to see right now because they can shut it down on defense and they will just control the clock the entire game. So I'm really liking the Ravens right now. And for the Ravens, uh, Marquise Brown today, seven, uh, seven or yeah, seven catches, 109 yards receiving. Um, That's, that's huge for him as a, as a Hollywood Brown uh, fantasy owner for mo- most of the year, I can attest that pretty much the entire first half he did absolutely nothing. So I think that's huge. They need to have that one, uh, that one weapon that's, that's providing a little bit of a threat. Because like like you said, when they establish that run game, there should be opportunities for those for those big plays to happen. And obviously Hollywood's got the type of speed to make that happen. So I think if they can get that type of production out of him moving forward, um, that bodes well. I th- I thought. So Lamar's stat line today, he was 17 of 24 for 179 yards. Um, then he rushed 16 times for 136. That's the that's pretty much the perfect Lamar stat line, right? So yeah. he generated about 300 yards, little or sorry, a little over 300 yards of total offense. Uh, yeah. And you hit the nail on the head. He doesn't need to be Tom Brady, surgical, precise, right? He's got a big arm. He's, he uh, they they just need to use him well, and they need to commit to letting him use his legs because that's that's what he has that's that's really special and then complement the passing in with that so i thought they did a good job of that today yeah exactly even if they do go down early they they shouldn't be panicking and trying to pass they they got to stick to their game plan and just pound it and lamar will eventually work that like work the passing back into the game plan but you can still stage a comeback with lamar and the ravens by keeping the ball on the ground so Look out. They are a dangerous, dangerous team right now. They're playing their best football, and I'm excited to see their matchup next weekend. Who they're, who they're playing, um, they will be playing uh, – who do we got? They're going to play Buffalo, right? They are, yes. They're, they're playing Buffalo since it looks like the Browns are about to uh, take this game here. So, yeah, they're going to be at Buffalo. That's going to be an incredible game. Yes. to just weapons. I mean, that's that's going to be must-watch football. I mean, from now on it is, you know, like every single like team is must-watch, but it, it keeps getting better and better, and the NFL's got an awesome product out right now with, with all these guys and how good they, good they are utilizing themselves. Um, one last thing about this Tennessee game, the Baltimore-Tennessee game, the stomping on the logo. Do you, do you think that's a little aggressive or like a territory thing or – um does is it fair play when when they were doing it to you early in the season 
Yeah, fair fair play. I love it. I mean, yeah. Listen, if you don't want people to stop on your logo, don't don't start by. I mean, for the for the Titans, right? Like, don't start a. Yeah, don't 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 go start on theirs if you don't want to. Yeah, get I mean, no, I I love it. I love it, and on and honestly, too, for the Ravens, I, I think. <laughs> I, I kind of wish too that some of the this is what you see in hockey sometimes. If you watch hockey interviews, those guys just because it's a little bit smaller, they just say exactly what they're thinking. But for the Ravens players, you know they're just like, no, screw you. That was payback. Like you guys did that and now we took it to you. So um it's good. It's good to see guys that, that care that much. I don't know personally, I always feel like uh stomping on the grass is right up there with uh punching people with helmets on in terms of Okay, it doesn't really make a lot of sense to me, but uh right. What do you you know they, what's the they movement? got fired up about it? Yeah. Imagine imagine if this was like a like an everyday people like based at like where you work. Like if people at cost like people who work at Costco would like they drive by a Sam's Club and they're like, All right, let's go fuck shit up in the parking lot and like flip the carts over or like <laughs> do something funny like that, like <laughs> just vandalize the other yep, the competitors' yep. buildings. That that's kind of what it reminds me of. <laughs> For sure. And and honestly, too, this is so this is like a little side ramp. But for all of you out there that hate the the antics or the the poor sportsmanship or things like that, one of the biggest criticisms I get from people is, oh, well, these guys are they make too much money. They don't really care. They're not playing hard. They they just want to get paid, blah, 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 that stuff. So I think when you see like for the Ravens, obviously they cared that pissed them off. They didn't like that whatever they said in the media, that was, that was an issue. And that was, that was on the forefront of their minds. And they can say that that wasn't pre-planned for them to do that, but I guarantee it was, but that just shows you, I mean, to me as a, as a sports fan, I, I love to see it because these guys are invested. They care that that was not about right. Who was going to get that fifth year guaranteed on their contract. That was just about these dudes disrespected us. We're going to come out we're going to prove it on the field today. And they did. So kudos to them. I think, I think right now that Ravens bills game has to be my pick. Um, I pick my game of the week for next week, the game I'm most looking forward to seeing right now, honestly. Yeah, as far as terms of just watching the athletes running out there and, and doing their thing, that that will be for me too. All right, let's go on to the Nickelodeon game. I have, Oh, Chubb just broke a big one. Uh-oh. That, that, uh, that might do it. Wow. All right, so it looks like we do. We It's going to be confirmed. The, Steel, the Browns just went up uh, 42-23, right? Yep. Okay. A lot of time left, but it's going to be – it's looking good for Cleveland. Yeah, Steelers are making a bit of a comeback there for a sec. But, um, okay, let's go into the Nickelodeon slime time game. This game was legendary. <laughs> um, if you didn't watch this, you got to go back. SpongeBob and Patrick and Sandy explaining, like, turnovers and touchdowns. Um, what that that was just awesome sitting sitting at the crusty crab grabbing a brewski you know just kicking back with the boys <laughs> and girls that was awesome the young sheldon i mean i get it they they still got to do the young sheldon thing but spongebob was was huge and then when they did the field goal and spongebob just pops up right in between the uprights as he's kicking <laughs> the field goal hilarious <laughs> i loved it awesome and then the electric slime when they scored a touchdown like i was not ready for that when they when it first happened and I was like, I had to kind of double take and be like, whoa, what is happening? And then I realized that was like the sickest VR move of all time. I feel like um, 
CBS and Fox need to take one from these guys playbook on that. And they should do some kind of cool virtual reality, like interaction with like the team mascot. Like if you got like a Falcon scoring a touchdown, like a giant Falcon, like swoops through the field or something. Or if you got like a Panther, you know, like this thing's like booking across the field <laughs> or like they could, they could really do something cool, especially with the empty stands, how you can, you could like do some really cool virtual stuff, especially because there's like nine different bird teams. You, you can do some really cool effects with that. So uh, Fox and CBS and all the NFL network, like that one's, that's just free, free right there. That I'll just give you guys that one to run with. Cause you, you gotta, you gotta go with that and, and, make something awesome out of it because you could pretty much find something for every team that you can do some kind of cool uh you can do it like 20 different uh reactions you know like let's say you got the bucks you can do a pirate like getting up into the pirate ship and doing something crazy or the raiders the same thing you know you, you can go i can go on and on about this like this is this is the stuff that gets me hyped up about football is like <laughs> seeing the seeing the vr stuff and <laughs> throwing that in there was that was like all I needed. That that was everything, as the kids say. Um, they definitely need to uh, talk about that in the production meeting and figure out how they roll out some of those mm-hmm. some of those ideas because that would be uh that that would be awesome for sure. <laughs> yes, yeah. Have no shame. Take one straight from Nickelodeon's playbook and run with it. NFL. I know you guys. You guys want the best product out there, and the best product happened with Nickelodeon today. So. That production was awesome. I got to give it off. Hats off to Nickelodeon. And the, what was I saying? Um, Chicago. They had a chance in this game, especially on that double reverse to Trubisky. And he threw a dime right through the arms of Mims. And like there is absolutely no excuse for dropping that ball, especially when you got like a guy like Trubisky who... You could tell he's not the most confident guy, and he has to complete those throws in order for him to get moving. And he made the throw. And as a receiver, you got to have that catch. And if they catch that ball, then it's 7 7 going into halftime. And they had a chance because they were able to, like, New Orleans did not secure the ball very well at all. And in the second half, obviously, they remembered that they had Alvin Kamara uh, and they just had to give him the ball. But the the bears hung in there and i it really almost comes down to like that first play it's like it's like in baseball when uh like an error happens in the second inning like sometimes the game does come down to something like that and even though it's early that's a big momentum swing that that could have happened for the bears right there and they could have easily easily been in the lead or tied at halftime which at that point anything can happen you know um, yeah, no, I mean that was a that that was a crushing blow for the Bears. I mean, for the Bears to have any chance here, we said that they needed to uh, they need to co- connect on everything and get lucky. And great play call, awesome that was it. throw. Yep. I mean, literally not an easier ball to catch, and it happens. The dude, the dude just whiffed on it. So feel feel bad for him. Hopefully, uh, he gets on the jugs machine this this off season and and works on that for next year. But what one thing too, this is a, do you feel like, is it surprising to you how many intercept, like the defensive backs, um, how many times they drop picks, like just easy picks. Oh, it, it kills me watching it, but I, I know it's 
there's probably a reason that they're on the defensive side of the ball is because they're better at swatting it away than catching it. Um, but like, if you're a defensive back in the NFL, don't you spend like 30 minutes on the jugs machine at the end of practice every day? I mean, I would like one would if you can so. catch it all. I mean, yeah, you become an immediately elite DB if you can catch half of the balls that are tipped at you. You know, like, and just the and not even like I know sometimes if it's if it's deflected or they're like you know you're going up with the mindset to break something up versus catch you know catch it, but there's some where the receiver falls down or it's just it's overthrown and it smokes these dudes in the face mask and they yeah, can't like catch just it. startles like, them. <laughs> oh my goodness, man! It drives me it drives me nuts. Yes, for sure. Yeah, you'd think with with the amount of practice that they would convert a lot more of those I, I think you're right <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know but yeah I mean this game I think this game pretty much went how we thought for the Bears they just they they needed to they did they hung in there they, they did a good job I thought they needed to catch a couple breaks to to really make this the game and, and they didn't for the Saints you know the Saints defense it's it's hard to honestly after watching this game it's hard to evaluate the Saints because I don't really know how much of it was the Saints being a good defense? How much of it was the Bears being not so good in offense? Yeah, Nagy um, just clams up when they go down. And he, he just wasn't able to draw up anything. You can see that Trubisky doesn't have that. Like, he's not exuding confidence the whole time. And you might as well run risky plays that at least they're pushing down the field, you know? So at least you're somewhat opening some things up so that when you do need to uh, like check down, you've got some space down there. But if, if you just continue to throw the ball four to 10 yards from scrimmage, it makes it really hard on Trubisky and it's just not working. You know, it, they've got to figure out something else. And they, I think they need to part ways in this off season. They, as far as their record goes, Trubisky actually has a winning record. And if you were to like, just look at his numbers strictly, you're like, okay, like he's serviceable. They can still try to build around him, but this just doesn't seem to be the right fit for him. And I think he can be a good quarterback if he goes somewhere else and finds a style of play that fits him a little bit better. And yeah, I think the Chicago bears shouldn't be upset moving on from him either. I, th- I think it's kind of be going to be a mutual parting of ways. Yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting to see him in a different system. I mean, for the Bears, it just it is what it is. I mean, they I kind of I kind of feel like uh, this season ended up about what we expected, right? So they're eight and eight. They, they honestly they were lucky to get a playoff game, especially where, especially in the AFC, where you had in the AFC there were so many teams with really good records for them to. Um, for them to make it into the playoffs, the the whole NFC, I guess, just like them and Washington too, is kind of was kind of interesting. So, yeah, we'll we'll see what they we'll see what they can do. I don't I don't know if because Trubisky he's a free agent after this year, I believe. I think this is the because they didn't do a extension. So we got a touchdown alert from the Steelers here. Uh oh, yeah, thirty yarder to Claypool. Uh, they are right back in this thing. It seems, I mean, not right back in it, but um, yeah, yikes. They are, it, it should be, depending on what they're doing here, I'm only just watching like the updates come in on my phone here, but 42-29 after the touchdown, I, I mean, I guess you don't really need to go for it yet, right? You got to just 
because 12 and 11, there's no difference. Or I guess there is, right? Yeah, 8 and 3. So, yeah, they, they probably should be going for it right here. Um, yeah. So, look out. This this game is closer than it was in the first half. I'll say that much. <laughs> I mean, for Cleveland right now, if Cleveland loses this game, oh, I don't, I don't even. You know what? Nope, they're not going to lose this don't, game. Yeah, don't, don't say that. Don't knock, say that. Knock on wood. Um, yeah, find your wood here. Yep. I, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's, a, it's a chance for a legacy game for Baker right now. He's about to rally the boys. Yep. Drive him down the field. This, this Keep is where too, they need to, uh, you know, really work that, work that run game. I, they, they're going to go for about an eight minute drive here and then just punch it in. Yeah, I gotta ice him down, baby. Let's see if the Steelers can pick up pick up this two point conversion here. Nope. Oh. No good. Okay. You had me on my the edge of my seat there. <laughs> Great radio, <laughs> folks. Great radio. Can he do it? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so so that's huge. So that makes it so it's what 13, 13 point game? Yeah. Okay. So still still two scores. Uh Brownie's still in a good position. We'll see. Uh, we'll see what they can do. I mean, hey, this is what you want, right? You need to. Uh, they they need to win the game. I, it's going to be too. Let's see what what they do with a little bit of pressure because this is a moment too where I think it's yes. really easy to just get super conservative with meltdown. Yep. But uh, they need to keep keep being aggressive here. So yeah, in my notes, I've got congrats to Cleveland, and I'm sticking with it. Congratulations, Cleveland. If this this could be really bad radio if this turns out any differently, but let's stick with our with our original thoughts and wish the best to Cleveland this next coming week. I uh, I love what Cleveland's doing. They they inspire me to be a better podcaster and uh, just live my everyday life like like the Cleveland Browns and just never give up. So good job, Cleveland. Love it, love it. Go Browns. All right, we do want to uh, bring up something that we are going to be talking about in our next episode, which should air later this week, probably Thursday or Friday. We're going to be watching the Tiger Woods documentary on HBO, and we're going to be doing a a review, what we think, what they did well, what we think they might have missed, or what we wanted to see more of or less of. And then uh, we're, we're going to have some funny takes, some serious takes, and I think everyone our age in the anywhere from their twenties to forties and fifties who has ever swung a golf club knows the importance and the story of tiger woods. So we are excited. So if, if you want to follow along with us on that next week, make sure you watch it before Wednesday night. Let's just give you a Wednesday night, just in case we release it on Thursday and on Thursday, we will be doing a spoiler alert. So, if you don't catch that, I mean, if, if you obviously if you haven't watched it and we're, we start another review, just skip ahead if you're really wanting wanting us not to ruin it for you. But we're going to be watching that, reviewing it and talking about uh, what we like out of it. So we, we also want to hear your guys's thoughts on if, if we miss anything in there. Just let us know what you like the most. So yeah, I think definitely looking forward to, to watching that one for sure. Yes. That's going to be nice. All right. So that is all for this week. We had a great weekend. I hope you guys have an awesome Monday. Go out and kill it this week. And whatever you do, uh, let's remember a couple things here. 
Number one, no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Number two, Tom Brady is still got it, and it's hard to beat a team three times. So that these are just like talking points for when you're at work, you know, and you you're kind of just standing at the water cooler, and you, you you got like this awkward couple minutes. You can just sling these right out, and and it'll keep the combo right going. You know, Washington Heineke looked good. He looked good. He's a stud. And then you've got the slime was absolutely electric, and the Bears were one double reverse long touchdown away from making that a great game. You got any more to add? No, I, I think you, uh, I think you pretty much hit it. That uh, obviously it was a great, great wild card weekend. Um, going to be big. Uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see moving forward. But I'm excited for the matchups we got. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Uh, we'll finally, we'll get the Chiefs back in action next week too. I'm excited to see what they look like. So yeah, you almost like forget yeah. about the teams on the bye. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So hopefully all the teams, uh, <clears throat> hopefully we don't have more uh, like COVID issues or hopefully everyone's healthy and everyone can play at full strength next week. Cause I really want to see what, uh, see what these teams look like. Uh, and then just one uh, parting, parting bit of a housekeeping here. Cause I know everyone at home is really keeping track. Uh, my fantasy hoops team had a bit of a tough loss last week. We've suffered some injuries, uh, but we bounced back strong this week and we're, it looks like we're going to finish pending the conclusion of the Toronto game tonight with the, uh, the high point total for week three. So we'll move to two and one. We're going to be sitting in uh tight for third. So Greedo's guys are, are looking good. And a little update for you guys. I am on the verge of actually getting off the schneid here for, with my team. I didn't think I was going to win a game all year. So this, this is going to come as a surprise to you guys, but I suck at fantasy basketball and the bubble boys might actually pull one off this weekend. So huge, huge. Yep. And once John Morant comes back and if TJ Warren's injury, he can recover from that. You never, ever know folks. You never know. So stick, stay tuned for all the fantasy basketball updates. You don't really care about, about us, but we're going to keep giving them to you just because eventually they will matter. So we love you guys. We appreciate it and keep them rally caps on and have a great week.